walk around the block where today we're really just diving back into things. Hello, hello, hello. We're back after a little break. I guess we're calling this season three. So welcome to season three. It is still summer and it is still hot. Although we have reached the rainy portion of the summer here in the South, which is good for the lawn, not great for humidity hair. I, I say that though, like I was trying before. <laughs> I wasn't, <laughs> but but it's all right. We're back. And what better way to kick things off than with one of my favorite topics, a bug slash animal story. You know, I never get tired of this stuff. It's kind of like the weather. People say, Oh, the weather, yawn. Let me tell you, the weather never gets old to me. It's universal. We all experience it. I feel like it's the same with crazy bug and animal stories. Like, you bring it up, everyone has a story. My neighborhood Facebook page has been a good source of things I have never heard of in my life and sometimes wish I had never found out. (laughs) I will say, this is my disclaimer, I am not sure all these things are true. (laughs) I have not done an independent fact check or done a deep dive down any internet rabbit holes on these, but as an example, one lady said once, I had never heard this before, she said, you can get bed bugs on patio furniture. I think I mentioned that before. I find that idea basically horrifying. (laughs) I might have done a quick Google on that one. I think it happens if a pet lays on the patio furniture. So, you know, you're probably not going to randomly out of nowhere find bed bugs one day on your patio cushion, which I guess is a good thing. (laughs) Fairly unlikely to come out of nowhere, but still a little bit of a disconcerting idea that they can even exist there. I talked a few weeks back about the bird nesting in our neighborhood dog park. That brought up a story or two about birds in the group. Recently, another thread, or actually a couple, popped up, which also had to do with birds, although a completely different topic. There is a section of the neighborhood, sort of by a woodsy area. There's some trees, and this pack of turkey vultures had descended on it. I guess maybe there was a dead deer in the woods. I think that was what attracted them to the area. This lady's like, how do I get rid of them? I want them away from my house. She has a little dog. She didn't want them to do anything to her dog. Plus, she was like, it's creepy, (laughs) Which, which I mean, I can understand that. So, you know, people chime in with their two cents. The the main one was a lively thread. There's some conversation, a few probably not that serious suggestions. And this little fun fact, this guy goes, be careful. Vultures have this like defense mechanism where if they feel threatened, like if you're in their area, they will vomit on you. <laughs> If they're sitting in a tree and you're under the tree, they'll just puke on you. (laughs) And he said it smells vile. (laughs) 
I mean, I'm sure it does. <laughs> I cannot even imagine. For the record, I would like to think I wouldn't even get close enough for this to happen. But can you imagine getting projectile puked on by a vulture? No, thank you. <laughs> The more you know. (laughs) Anyway, this week I came across an article. They always get me with the headlines. It was in the New York Times and the headline was, are you ready? The headline was, why so many cars have rats in them now? (laughs) Why? Yes, I will click on that. Thank you. I mean, right at the top, gem after gem. (laughs) We have our headline, why so many cars have rats in them now. Then the subhead says, driving in the city is on the rise, but if New Yorkers think they can avoid rats this way, they're in for quite the surprise. (laughs) Then there's a picture of a car engine and the caption says, the telltale sign of rats in cars, an abandoned chicken bone under the hood. You you look more closely at the engine picture and sure enough, dead center, there it is, the chicken bone. <laughs> the, the New York Times is always good for stories like this. You may remember way, way back, I talked about a story they did about bats, which I will link to. The headline for that one was, what to do if a bat gets in your house? I I mean, I mean, what do you do? (laughs) A great question. (laughs) How do you not click on that? (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) all right, back to the rats and cars. Let's unpack this. The premise of the story is basically that more people are driving in and around New York City. Therefore, there are more cars. Therefore, more places for rats, which we know are all over the city more places for the rats to hang out. There's also a little bit about how the rats had to adapt because of human behavior changing at the height of the pandemic, how soy-based insulation used in cars now attracts them. But basically the gist is that more mechanics are finding issues with cars caused by rats. One woman in this story had her check engine light on. They couldn't figure out what was going on. And then they finally figured out a rat had chewed through a sensor wire and it cost her 700 bucks. Another woman, this is a great quote, she says she was driving outside the city. Her engine was straining a little bit as she went up a hill. The check engine light comes on. And then, and then she says, this is a quote, <laughs> I, I brought it to my mechanic who popped the hood and found chicken bones, some bread, <laughs> and, and part of a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich sitting there. <laughs> part of a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. <laughs> she, she says she goes through a lot of peppermint oil now trying to keep them away. This I have Googled. It is out there as something that's supposed to work. I don't know. I have tried the peppermint oil thing. I would say the results were inconclusive. I don't know if it works. I'm not saying don't try it, but I'm also not saying it will work like magic. I guess it's worth a shot. If you're in that situation, probably anything is worth a shot. (laughs) Anyway, okay. Lest you think this is just a New York City issue. (laughs) The 874 comments on the story will tell you otherwise. (laughs) No story like this is complete without a perusal of the comments. 
I was sitting on the couch scrolling through them and I kept gasping. And my husband kept being like, what? And like, I'm reading a story about rats and cars. <laughs> what do you mean what? <laughs> Um, okay, so first I will say the peppermint oil does seem to work for a lot of people. Peppermint oil on cotton balls scattered around the engine. One person said be careful where to put it, so maybe Google that first. But many, many people swear by it. Also, they say bounce dryer sheets. It has to be bounce and Irish spring. That's my PSA. So one guy, he said he was working nights and he ran out to get something to eat during his break at like 9 p.m. He used to park by this garbage can, which was kind of a preferred spot because it was right by the door. He was at a stoplight a block away from the office, and he said a mouse came out from under the hood and just walked up his windshield (laughs) to the roof. (laughs) He just watched the thing crawl up the windshield in front of him like Completely creeped out. I mean, can you imagine? (laughs) He said he said he hit the gas when the light turned green and the mouse went flying off. This other woman found a nest of baby mice in her glove box. (laughs) There there are a few nest and glove box stories and also a few stories about mice jumping out of the air vents. <laughs> I would lose I would lose my mind. A guy in the Tennessee suburbs talked about squirrels getting in the engine. Squirrels are also a big culprit. Several stories about squirrels finding acorns in the engine. Also dog food. If there's dog food nearby, it can end up in the engine. One mechanic in California said he cleared 40 pounds of dog kibble out of a heating AC system once. 40 pounds. This person in Minnesota started his car. It didn't sound right. He opened the hood and found a groundhog inside. <laughs> the groundhog did survive, so that was good. He he ran off. So this mechanic who lives in the Pennsylvania suburbs said he opened up the hood on a car that had just been sitting because of the pandemic. And the owner wanted it like tuned up to drive again. So the mechanic pops a hood and there was a five foot long snake curled up under it. He said he said he just like flicked it into the woods. <laughs> there was this other guy in upstate New York who said he was just driving along at night and came across this woman screaming in the road. He stops like, you know, are you okay? Do you need help? She's like, there's a snake in the car. It was like three feet long. They called the cops who tried to get it out. It flipped somehow in the air. They all they all started screaming. <laughs> the woman would not get back in the car. So they drove her home like 15 miles away. <laughs> I mean, there are stories for days. So... Several years ago, I went to go get an oil change. Um, I'm sitting there in the little waiting area, and the guy comes in and is like, can you come here for a sec? And I'm like, I know they're going to ask me if I want a new air filter. They always do. Do I do I really have to stand up and give up my chair for this? <laughs> like, ugh, you know, sigh. But I get up. I follow him out to the car bay or whatever they call it, and he just walks over to my car and points. 
I'm like, what? You know? And I look where he's looking and there was a full on nest under my hood. The size of the entire engine. (laughs) I had no clue. He was like, do you live in the woods? I was like, no, I don't live in the woods. (laughs) I live right down the street. It was like adjacent to the very bustling center of town. (laughs) And I parked in a shared garage, like always, all the time. Everyone was gathered around to look at it. No one could believe it. Nobody wanted to deal with it, but they very nicely dealt with it anyway. (laughs) Got it all cleared out. I took a picture and booked it back to the waiting room. (laughs) And then straight from there to the car dealer, where I do think I had to have a wire repaired. They thought it had been a possum because of the size of the nest. A possum. I was like, does this happen often? (laughs) They were like, yeah, I mean, it happens. (laughs) A possum. (laughs) Uh, Obviously, I was not really popping the hood on a regular basis. (laughs) I feel like I need to go outside and do that like right now. All right, that's it for today's Walk Around the Block. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Walk the Block Pod. Subscribe or follow on Spotify or Apple or Google Podcasts and leave a review if you feel so inclined. Thank you to all who have left reviews already, and I will see you next week.